Welcome to Empirical Peapod. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. If you could please subscribe, follow, share, like, comment, whatever the hell happens when we do these things. I'm your host, Tim Day. Let's get to the show. All right, let's give it a go. Check. Is this mic hot? Is it hot? <laughs> this, this world is hot right now. <laughs> I'm so sweaty. Summertime. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're here with Kate Bamrick. Hello. Hey. How are you? Fine. Appreciate you taking the time. Of course. Uh, so a little backstory. I just set all this up, convinced my friend Kate to talk to me, then sat down and left my memory card at my sister's, <laughs> like a true professional. Sure. <laughs> but the sweetheart, the, the sweetheart that she is, drove me out there to grab it. Just uh, what a waste of time. <laughs> but anyways, fine. went for a little drive. Yeah, wasted all our conversation on that, which is good. Exactly. We did the whole thing without yeah. anything in the car. Which is better. It's so much easier without a recording device. <laughs> so. You guys can enjoy this, I guess. There you go. What should we talk about? You're going to hear me drinking water because I'm very parched. Slurp it up. If you've watched the show, you'll notice, you'll know that I'm made of powder, as I discussed with Annie. Do you want a straw? <laughs> uh, do you have like a lid, like a sippy cup? I do. No, that's all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, I want, so they, all these episodes have kind of taken somewhat of a similar structure. Yeah. If you've listened to any of them, you've probably seen that. Even though at this point, at this point, you've, there's only three that exists. True. But there's like five more already there over the next. I'm, I'm peeling back the fourth wall so you can see that. But what I'm curious is you have a unique story as opposed to everybody else. Uh, about how I came to yes. Oswego? Because yes. as, as I've discussed uh, at, ugh, at what feels like nauseam at this point, is that most of us all came together through school, like at various points in school or anything yeah. like that. But you actually came, because uh, you didn't go to school with us. No. Yeah, so where where do you start? I start, so I came in like right after that. So yeah. uh, I moved out here in 2001, January of 2001. I, I literally graduated in January of 2001. There you go. Uh, where were you before? I was in Wheaton. So I grew Wheaton. up in Wheaton. It's pronounced Wheaton. It is Wheaton. <laughs> it's a hard H. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I grew up in Wheaton. And then, so my, what brought me out here, my cousins, Sarah and Garrett Sullivan, my mom's brother, Mike, is their dad. Um, they lived here, and I am extremely close with them. And uh, so I was always coming out here. It's funny, I've known Randy also the longest because he was friends with Garrett, he was friends with Garrett when yeah. they were like little kids so I've known him since like the mid 90s I mean that's crazy. when they moved up here because yeah. they were from Bloomington and so uh yeah so I was always coming out here and then like in high school and stuff and like right after that when I was really hanging out out here quite a bit um I just started meeting everybody through my cousins and like all of their friends. Not that I didn't have my own crew and Wheaton yeah. and stuff, but yeah. I There's just loved everybody. <laughs> Honest to God, it was music. 
Really? Yeah, because I, you know, was always going to shows, and that was a big part of my life. And yeah. it seemed like everybody out here did that exact same thing. Yeah. And that just connected immediately. And it was like, well, I'm going to hang out out here. You're and literally wearing a Prince shirt. Yes, I am. Which is amazing. So we know your credentials are legit. Yeah. Uh, so at that time, Chasing You had What an old formed. sentence. Yeah. <laughs> And so that was really like all those guys, like Schmed I met for like before I even moved. I was hanging out with him. I think he might've been even still in high school, like, you know, just hanging out with all of them. So then I decided to move. I moved into, do you know Jake Hines? I've heard of the name for yeah. sure. Yeah. He's older, but right, from yeah. Oswego. So he lived in Boulder Hill. So I rented a room when I was 18 in his house wow. and moved out here. That's crazy. Yeah. So, so that was right out of high school. Yeah. Mm, More or less. Insane. I think I had been out because I, uh, I'm technically in class of 2000, but I right. graduated early. Yeah. So I've been out for a while. Right. Um, so, yeah. How long did you stay uh, there then in Boulder Hill? I lived there for, I don't know, like six months or so not that long. Like that. Yeah, it wasn't that long. Where do we go after that? And then after that, my friend Natalie and I moved into, <laughs> if you want to call it an apartment, <laughs> uh, in downtown Montgomery, you know, that old ass building, like on the southwest corner of like right downtown, like right by the water. Oh, yeah. So I think right now, it's been so many different things. I think right now it would be like a French bakery or something. I don't know. It was yeah. a Chinese restaurant for a while. There was a taco place, but whatever. When I lived there, so there was nothing on the first floor. There was a bar upstairs on the one side, and then our apartment was on the other side. Wow, usually you hear like apartments above a bar. Yeah, no, it was, this was next <laughs> door. Cause that fucking Which is bar, above a potential restaurant. Yeah, there was <laughs> nothing on the first floor. The bar was upstairs, and then we were on the other side. And that place, I think it had two working electrical outlets. Wow. We had extension cords running, but it was so much fun. I mean, we were like yeah. 19. Right. And couldn't even go to the bar. No, I mean, we did, but yeah. No, <laughs> but. we couldn't. Uh, so we lived there for maybe like another six, eight months, something like that. And then we were so sick of it and had some contention with the cokehead guy that owned it. <laughs> so then... Uh, we ended up moving to, Natalie and I moved to the apartments at Covey, like where Jay oh, nice. lived for a while. Yeah. Um, and we lived there for a while. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. What, uh, what was your, because you're such a tight-knit person in the group, uh, you're almost an elusive member of the group. Like everybody knows, Kate, you're kind of <laughs> like almost the mother of the group. It's so funny because I've never felt that way. I've always sure. felt like you guys are all just this like big bubble because you grew up together. Yeah. And I just am like on the outside, like looking in a little bit. Maybe that's actually the secret, like because we need somebody like that. That's like we can trust. <laughs> hey, I've you seen more. the world outside yeah, right. here. Exactly. Like we're all too close to it. But all right, yeah. like you're kind of like all right. We'll take it to Kate. Whatever she says, we'll trust. Yeah. So uh, I would say like when during that time, I think. Uh, you know, I was hanging out with my cousins a lot and her, my cousin Sarah and her, well, it was really her boyfriend, now husband, Ryan Miller at the time. Uh, and like everybody he knew. And then obviously his brothers, 
and so uh, Scott and Mike. That's more of your cousins? Is uh, Ryan's? No, but uh, Sarah was always okay. with Ryan, like ah, dating okay. Ryan, and so you. then all of them. Um, and then I met Shike. And Shike and I really became really good friends, like, right away. Yeah. And so from then on, it was just, yeah. Awesome like, kind of spider webs everybody else. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, did you, you never, once you came, like, this area, the Oswego area, uh, you never really left again as far as living anywhere else. I did. You did? I did. So, um, well, it, you know, at that time, then... The reason it was funny, my parents they lived in Wheaton and then I moved out, and then my dad um got really sick and he couldn't do the stairs anymore, so they ended up buying this house that we're in now or oh, building nice. it in 2002 and they moved out here, so they sort of followed me out here in 2002. Yeah, have you lived in this house since 2002? Yeah, that's crazy to me because I grew up in Fox Chase, right literally right next door. Yeah. And we moved out, out of there in like 2004, somewhere mm. in there. Yeah, That's and crazy these were that brand new yeah. that year. I remember when these, this was were being nothing, built. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember like before they built here, like Mill Road was like dirt. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's insane. I mean, granted, it's been 30 years, so it, it has, makes sense. But, but still, it's like jarring yeah. to be like, Wow, because I usually don't even come changed. this far because my sister lives in Plano, mm -hmm. so I rarely come past that, but it, you know, I miss the area, yeah. and then when I spend a day here, I'm like, I don't miss this area. You know. I miss the people, for sure. We're West Side folks. That's, <laughs> I like that you consider us Wego people West Side folks. No, the, like, side of the river. Oh, yeah, West Side of the river. Mm -hmm. I did grow up. Did you spend a lot of time in the valley then? No. I, uh... Growing up in Wheaton, I was much more of like a Oak Brook, Yorktown. Yeah. Like we would go that way for everything. Ah, uh, so you so would we never came out here. Yeah. Smart. <laughs> much smarter. <laughs> uh, so at this point then, so you, you know, you became close friends with Shike. Uh, yeah. And that kind of brings you into uh, kind of the group or bigger at large then. Yes. And started kind of making, becoming friends with a lot more people. I did. So where do you think this perception of kind of taking on this motherly role comes from? I think that just started because... You think we just put it on you? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think, uh, I think that started, I don't know. You know, I was always the person like that had everybody over, right? Yeah. Because at the time we lived at Covey, like we were, I had the apartment. Everybody kind of lived at home still. Yeah. And it was like headquarters for a while. I think Schmed lived on my couch for like, a week and never left like we went to work came like he was still there we partied every night at that place yeah and everybody just over all the time and it was like this loop every single day it was just the same thing and so i think uh me having that place and i just became like the person that had the place yeah and then but i think that mom thing started maybe in michigan when I started bringing friends up to Michigan, because then it was like, it was again like me inviting people up there. Yeah. Yeah. Had you guys had uh, like a vacation house in Michigan? Yeah. So uh, that place, we got that place maybe in like 2007. And then, uh, yeah, just started bringing friends up. 
And then you, because you, it was like a thing, like within the group, like, oh, if like if you, either, you've either been there or you haven't. <laughs> and it was like a, a rite of passage. Like you either got to go or you didn't. And at this point, that place has been sold. Yeah. A few years There's ago, a right? a new place now. A new place that's, uh, well, it's smaller, but it's under construction. It is. <laughs> smaller but there's still a, pot, a lot of beds yeah um and it's closer to the beach it's you can just walk right down there. i like the, like how, i feel like it wasn't that far from the beach before you had to drive though before yeah fair enough yeah yeah and now you can can you see the beach then from the property you can't see it but, but it's there. not that but you can just walk like yeah i didn't even know there was a beach up there it's like a couple blocks i've only been up there once and it was well, it is dark. on a pretty big lake really i don't know <laughs> i was only i was there dark yeah. And on drugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, I didn't notice. Uh, well, that was the thing. It was the mushroom house. That's, yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> it was the mushroom house. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was an amazing, amazing time. Yeah. May, I think, you know, I want to have everybody up as soon as this house gets finished. Yeah. yeah. Probably less drugs. Or not. No. We'll see. <laughs> no less drugs. I no. wanted to see if we wanted to put out the perception that we're in there our 40s now and want to be responsible. Come on. <laughs> no. Maybe some other time. No. Uh, not for every day, but for that occasion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. Sounds like a great time. <laughs> what, uh, I don't even know where to start. There's well, you a, were saying, like, did I ever live anywhere else? Yeah. I did you, move to, I lived in Arizona for a couple of years. So after your parents bought this place. Yeah. So then uh, in 2005, my dad died that January. So when I was living at Covey, uh, you know, I was working in school. I went to mm-hmm. Columbia and then, uh, and then my dad got sick. So then our lease was up. So I moved home to take care of him. Um, so I was here for a couple of years and then he died in that January. And then in August of J- that year of 2005, I got in my car accident. Your car and accident. So, yes. And I so actually don't, I don't know about that. You're kidding. No, I've heard little pieces of random things about your life. Yeah. But it's one of the, one of the reasons I'm off my game here oh. is because usually I know their stories. Yeah. But this I'm like so enthralled in listening that I'm, I can't think of what to say next. Because I don't know a lot of your story. Well, okay. So in, uh, yeah, in August of 2005, I uh, was coming home early, early in the morning uh, after being out all night and I fell asleep. I had been drinking and I fell asleep at the wheel right at like where you, I should have gotten off at Orchard on 88. I was asleep. I kept going and I crashed like right where 47 comes in there. Wow, so literally on the highway, too. Yeah. That's terrifying. Um, it's terrifying because yeah. I fall asleep a lot, so I try not to drive at night because I, I just doze off, and that's it, scary. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was bad. I mean, um, it has dictated literally every step of my life ever since. Yeah. It's my whole life. Yeah. So it was, it was were you in the hospital for that? A long time. I was in the hospital for four and a half months. <sighs> And uh, I broke basically everything from the waist down. My sh- my pelvis shattered. I broke both of my legs in multiple places. Wow. I had a huge wound on my left side. Uh, I don't know if you can tell, like, there's an indent here in mm-hmm. my leg. Like, all of that was just gone. Yeah. 
Uh, so I had skin grafting, my bladder burst. So I had a lot of internal shit. It was bad. I mean, it was really bad. That's crazy. It sounds amazing that you were even able to walk again. I, they didn't think I, w- I mean, that wasn't a thing that, w- yeah, yeah, they didn't know. If like, I for sure, they were like, she'll at least be in a wheelchair. Yeah. Um, no, my entire body from my waist down is made of metal. Yeah. Which is all pins and rods and. It's kind of the way we're going in life eventually anyway, right? Yeah, We'll probably. be mostly metal or robots. <laughs> yeah. So at least you're ahead of the curve. I'm really fun at an airport. <laughs> uh so, yeah, so that happened in 2005, and then, uh, so, I lived here. So, those two things happened. Mm-hmm. That was January, you said your dad passed away? Yes. And then your car accident? was in August. Jeez. What a kick in the balls. Yeah, it was a bad year. Yeah, sounds like it. And the dog died. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to downplay what happened to you, but the dog. I know, Clancy, my baby. <laughs> So I'd be in and out of the hospital. Like I, um, I never was home, but I, I was in the hospital initially for like a month, and then I went to Mary and Joy rehab, and then I had to have more surgeries. So then I was back at the hospital, and then I was at a nursing home, and I needed a lot of care, and so I was in the Alzheimer's ward of the nursing home, which was weird. Uh, <laughs> But so I was there and really the, that physical therapist at that nursing home, because he just dealt with old people all day that like, yeah. you know, it was so he took me on as like his project because he didn't have anything else to do. So he's right. like, I'm going to we're going to do this. And so, uh, yeah, I'll never forget him. He uh, he really worked with me every single day yeah. and got me. Did you feel again. determined too? Were you like. No, I'm I not. Di- you know, I never had it in my head that it just wasn't going to happen. Right. Like, I just was like, okay, well, one day. Yeah. Yeah. Because everything sort of happened like that along the way anyway. It was like, at first I couldn't move my arm, and then one day it just started working. Yeah. Same thing with my left leg. For the longest time, like, nothing moved on my left side, and then all of a sudden one day it just moved. And I always kind of had that, like, well, it'll just happen when it happens. Yeah. And it did. It's pretty amazing. Um, Not to say that you know now like to look at me you wouldn't really know right but internally i mean i have severe chronic pain sure and now uh i have so much arthritis that has grown now around all yeah. of the breaks and the because this is metal. almost 20 years ago right? yeah of just having you know the metal inside you and just that just that much trauma to your body in general exactly yeah that's crazy um so yeah, so that happened in 2005, and so then I came home from the hospital, and then I had like daily rehab for a long time. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but I was sort of taken out of the game of like life at that time. It was just me here rehabbing. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then. Because, you, yeah, you weren't going out going with this. and no, doing anything. No, I wasn't. Luckily, so many of my friends would come over all the time. Yeah. And, so, to say, eventually this kind of became a, the hub, at least where, like, people would come in to visit or at least, like, I know we've had Friendsgivings here. Yes. And things like that also. That's coming down the line. Yes. At this point. 
Uh, so the yeah, I always have hosted Thanksgiving yeah. for my friends. It's actually started when I was in high school because my parents would always really? go to visit other family. So it's not, and not because we're special. No, <laughs> it has nothing to do with you guys at all. It actually started out in high school as a weed Thanksgiving. Oh, back in the day, uh, I would make everything with pot. Yeah. In it. Like the whole meal. That's how, you know, I always have like pot brownies. That's, That's what it's been. The, f- the first time I had pot, pot brownie was here, here <laughs> in this house. There was a rocking chair. It's right there. <laughs> yes, that rocking chair. Because <laughs> uh, then I remember everybody was like, just have like half. And I was like, totally. But yeah. I love brownies. <laughs> so right. I had a whole brownie and sat in that chair. <laughs> And was like, everything is so great. <laughs> I, I lived with Katie at that time. Uh, and I remember because I drove home. Mm-hmm. And I remember I didn't look out the, the window once. I was so enthralled with everything inside the car. And then I was just home. <laughs> nice. Safe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that it, that's what it's been reduced to now is just the pot brownies because nobody can handle that shit anymore yeah <laughs> um but yeah i started that a long time ago. and the the people have totally shifted over the years of like yeah. ooh, that sense i mean it's been all of us for years now but Which, even when we have it with uh you know our our group it's still like sometimes different people yeah random people or people that like haven't even been in the group for like years yeah like that's kind of the uh, like shuffle point of the year where it's like who's going to be around or who's going to show up. Right. Uh, and it, which is always exciting. Uh, but everybody tries to at least make an appearance. There. I don't think we did one last year, did they? No, did I we? haven't. Done, well, I haven't done one probably since COVID. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because I say, I know we were here. We got, to, we, this is also kind of the hub if something horrible happens. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yeah. But it's just like, oh, well, at least we can gather here, which is really, it's a nice centralized spot. It is. Those things have just sort of happened organically. It wasn't planned or anything that yeah. we ended up all here on those occasions. But uh, I'm glad that we did. Yeah. Because those times uh, have memories attached to them now. That's true. So I can't believe that that stuff's been happening since high school. I feel so betrayed. <laughs> <laughs> I was a late coming anyways because I didn't like I've never been to a sweater party. Yeah. Uh, I've only been to a couple of those things here because uh, they kind of stopped for a little while when COVID happened. Yeah. So they're a big undertaking. Like, but I, I like to think that as a group, we kind of come together and, and try to, at least I would hope everybody picks up where they can to make it yeah. a, a big I think deal. that's why there's always like random people here because I invite everybody who's like, whoever can come, can yeah. come. Uh, you know, also it's funny with like the people that I know because I didn't go to high school with you. I don't have like that core group of like there's like the little like circles of people that you've yeah. just known for so long, right. like you and Jason, sure. you know, whatever. Yeah. Like for me, I like have pockets of these people that yeah. I've known for you know at different for at different times. I think that's kind of the to me that's one of the beautiful pieces. Like there's this huge thing yeah that we're all part of but it's also pick you know there's little pockets everywhere like yeah. there's certain people even though in that like there'll be a little group of 10 or a little group of 15 or a little group of five right and then you've got your people like oh if, if jason's gonna be there tim's gonna be there or vice versa sure. or heather and katie like some people are a package deal also like yeah i it's a double-edged sword and i talked a little bit about that with katie uh also because i'm like sometimes i've always felt like an outsider where i don't belong in the group 
I don't know why. Because I'm only, I'm only in it because everybody likes Jason, and I'm friends with Jason. Well, that is projection. <laughs> 100%. But, you know, that's because I'm a baby about things. <laughs> the same reason why I don't go to things and then wonder why nobody ever talks to me. Because <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's bad. Like, I, I'm the same way. I don't go to a lot of things. I have a lot of anxiety. And, uh, you know, my health issue my accident yeah. it really does control every day all day i mean it, it's a, a big i didn't realize it was such a big part thing of my life. i know there was another accident another part of your life that i also don't know anything about other than it exists because i thought that was where all the stuff are you talking about falling off the roof yeah i thought that was <laughs> yeah i was alluding because i didn't know if you were comfortable talking about it <laughs> oh no that's fine that to everybody i mean to me that's just funny but yeah <laughs> to be fair you survived a car accident that you shouldn't have walked again and yeah. then did that uh and then many obviously many many years later you fell off of a roof mm-hmm. uh that was in chicago right no that was at shike's house here oh really yeah again i don't i don't i don't know anything about it other than it happened i thought that's where most of your health issues stemmed from was that oh, no that really i had like nothing from that I should have, you know, yeah. but I didn't really. I, you know, was in the what hospital. What are you doing on the roof? Night. I thought it was in so Chicago where I, it makes sense to be on a roof. Oh, yeah, no. It was at his parents' house. <laughs> That's even funnier. So we would go out there, like, climb out his bedroom window. Yeah. Um, but I, so we were going out there, and I just missed my step because we were hammered. <laughs> and I rolled off and landed on the driveway. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I just actually came across a hilarious picture of me the next day. Like, I spent the night in the hospital. There's actually a picture on that, like, homie video of me in the hospital from that night. I didn't know it was from that night. Yeah, it was from that night because Heather showed up and took that picture. What a good friend. It's my mom's picture in the homie video. She's like, yes, I made it. (laughs) Like, yeah, it's such a great. uh, So the next day was like a Hawks playoff game. And we were all at Schmed's house watching the game. And I showed up. I am, like, busted up, banged up on crutches. So you literally spent the night in the hospital and then went to Schmed's to watch hockey. Of course. Love it. Playoffs. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, there's a picture of me in his backyard. I have my crutches. I'm standing. I have my crutches. I got a beer in one hand, a cigarette in the other with the crutches. (laughs) Rock and roll. Do you, at this point, feel like you're indestructible? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't, actually. I'm very breakable. Yeah. Uh, but, I don't know. <laughs> it's interesting because you seem so outgoing. Like, I, I, And I think a lot of us do, but then like, when we're left to our own devices, we're kind of uh, inward thinking and introverted and very anxious. Yeah. Like I was saying, like, like even doing these uh, episodes, like I get anxiety driving to meet the people, mm-hmm. which is... is annoying but it's a thing uh because like but we all it seems so outgoing and like genuinely friendly and stuff it's just i'm always curious how that manifests itself Uh, and especially like because i know that you and i are similar where we'll just not not go to things yeah uh i mean then like when we go to them we have a great time of course but getting over that getting out of the house exactly getting out of the house going through that front door yeah and i think it's at this point in my life, because I kind of split my time in various places, yeah. I also never feel like I belong anywhere. Right. It's easier to just get out. But yeah. then there's that anxiety of like having nowhere 
to hang your hat. Sure. <laughs> Which is even worse. <laughs> I, um, yeah, it's a, it's a problem because I'm always excited to go to the thing. I always say yes to everything. I'll be there. Yeah. I'm excited until, you know, a couple hours before and I'm like, I can't do this. That's half of it. Yeah. And the other, I mean, there are days where I just can't. Sure. Yeah. Physically. Walk that day. Yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, and it's getting worse and worse these last couple of years. I just can't, uh, you know, some days I just, I can't make it work. Yeah. And it's rough and it's sad because then inevitably, you know, you see pictures from whatever yeah. the thing was the next day, and it's like, God damn it. Yeah, FOMO is a, a tough thing. It's I horrible. think that's one of the, the unfortunate side effects of social media. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think anybody does it maliciously. I mean, people do, but people I know don't do it maliciously. No, of course by any not. Means. You need to I mean, post pictures yeah, or anything. You had fun. Sure. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah, it sucks, you know. And then you're mad at yourself. Why couldn't you just pull it together? Yeah. It's, uh, and then you're on this ride. Yeah, well, right. That triggers then more depression where right. it's like my body can't physically handle it. Now you're pissed at your body. Yeah. And it's like, bro. And it's hard to get off that wheel. Yeah, cut yourself some slack. It's a downward spiral for sure. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, uh, interesting. I think it would be like, because like, we play a lot of board games because, uh, secretly a lot of us are big nerds in the group. I, I think oh, you would I love know. board games. I do love work. I won't play Dungeon. I know you guys. Are you part of the D and D Friday night game? Uh, I am. I haven't been to it in a long time, but I yes, I am uh, part of that. Yeah, no. I'm more of like a Trivial Pursuit kind of a person. Yeah, like we don't. We we play all nerd nerd more bigger nerd games, <laughs> but they're fun. I think you still love them. You just prefer more party games. Also, you would love D and D. I mean, there's nobody in the world that gives D and D a chance and isn't immediately like, "This is awesome and way different than I thought." But it's easy from the outside to be like, "This is dumb." It seems really complicated. Too. It's not. <laughs> well, it's complicated. Here's the thing. There's two Walshes in in our little existence. Yes. Uh, a Dan and a Mike. I call them the brothers Walsh. And they are insane about D&D. So you just make them do all the smart stuff, that, that, stuff. Like, that you don't want to deal with? Like, there seems like there's a lot of names to remember. There isn't. <laughs> because that's their job as the DM. Okay. Uh, or if you're, depending on the player you are, you can take notes. I don't take notes. I can't pay attention to something and take notes on it. It's one or the other. I don't want to take notes. You don't have to. I just, you make a character, make a backstory... That's my favorite part, and then you just play that character. Like I, in the game we play Fridays, yeah, uh, I'm a a uh, what the heck are they called? They're a bird person, basically. A bird person? Yeah, they're literally a bird. Okay. They can't fly. They're anthropomorphic, but they can't talk either. They can only mimic sounds they've heard. So now I have to communicate with my group and the world, only repeating sounds or words I've heard, and not knowing what they mean. No. It's <laughs> so fun. <laughs> I guess it is uh, way more involved than I realized. It seems really, that's what I'm saying. It's like way too involved. I mean, Katie does it. She Ask does a it. question. I want to answer the question or move my pert, you know. Nothing moves. It's all in, the worst part is it's all in your brain. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I'm visual. Yeah, that's how my sister is. She can't. Pictionary. 
Yeah. That's my speed. Uh, yeah, I know. Traditional games. Yeah. So, like, Monopoly. Do you like Monopoly? I love, uh, yeah. So, this is, to me, this is like Huge a gateway. <laughs> I just got ordered the Curb Your Enthusiasm Monopoly. Oh, really? Game. That's yeah. awesome. First off, most of us would still play classic games. At least me and my sister would, because she loves classic games. Is there another way? Another way? Another way, except for classic. What do you mean? To play Monopoly, isn't that what you said? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I have a game called The Doom That Came to Atlantic City. Oh. And it's literally Monopoly, except, uh, you know, uh, you've heard of Cthulhu? No. You've never heard the name Cthulhu? No. Nope. Who are you, even? <laughs> I am <laughs> antiquated. That's who I, like, I don't, I'm, I may seem like I'm out in the <laughs> I am not. I mean, it's an it's antiquated like idea. traditional, mainstream. Okay. Yeah. So, like, H.P. Lovecraft. No, you're speaking words. I have no idea what you mean. Yeah, I can feel people turning the channel. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, there's these ancient monsters that destroy the world. And in the Doom that came to Atlantic City, it's Monopoly set up like that, except you're playing an ancient monster destroying property and ruining the world instead of buying it. Okay. And to me, that's like a gateway game where it's like you recognize enough Monopoly but you're seeing all this new, absurd stuff that's like a gateway into uh, bigger uh, nerd, nerd uh, games. Yeah. They're awesome. I'll, I believe you. I feel like you're not convinced. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that we did a hard five on that. I, I could spend another hour <laughs> telling you how amazing board games are. I won't. That's a different episode, probably a different show. Yeah. And probably just a conversation with myself. <laughs> Where were we anyways? I don't know. Depression and anxiety. Oh, good. Let's get back to that. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so, oh, yeah. When, when did you fall off the roof? When was that? So I was living in Tucson at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that would have been like. 2010, maybe? Yeah. Nine. So it's only really only five years later. Yeah. So it's not that much farther. That's still crazy. Uh, you know, one of the things I do want to talk about, we were, when, when we just had to go and pick up that uh, memory card, we were talking about uh, our love of road trips. Yes. And God damn it, you've taken so many road trips. I love a road trip. Will you tell me about your road trips? Like, you've been, we were just talking about your car is only five years old, mm-hmm. and it's been to California, to Arizona, to New York, to Louisiana, mm-hmm. multiple Colorado. times, yeah. Colorado, like multiple, each one. Yeah. you say you take a road trip roughly every, twice a year. Yeah, well, I go to, like, Cali- out to oh, California. That's just California. Yeah. Okay. What was your, do you remember your first road trip? Like, as a kid? Sure. I like, mean, because there's, well, there's a love there. Where does like where does that we're kind of barely. I think I just grew it. up because we never flew anywhere like on family vacations. Oh, really? We always drove. Yeah. So I just grew up like that in the main in the minivan with the family. Oh yeah, family. I wonder if like because I, I can only remember flying once to Florida and we drove everywhere also and we yeah. were part of a campground that was all over the Midwest and East Coast. We. So uh, I wonder if there was something subconscious about like, those are like the only time it felt like at least for me like quality family time where everybody yeah. was together and in a small enough space where you kind of had to get along. You know yeah. I mean? No, we, I mean, there was a lot of fighting back in that, <laughs> back that minivan. We, uh, I just grew up, it wasn't necessarily that we didn't fly anywhere. I mean, 
I would go every spring break to visit my great aunt and uncle in Florida mm -hmm. when I was little. Yeah. And so I would fly by myself. Back when you could do that. Yeah. Which is quote unquote like when you could do that. seven years old. Yeah. Here's your flight. Here's right. your ticket. Yeah. Get out there. <laughs> You'll figure it out. Yeah. You just go to a, one of the nice uh, uh, flight attendants and be like, hey, they're flying alone. They're a child. Take care yeah. of them. I was pretty, I was a pretty independent kid like that. I mean, I remember, I was just talking about this with my cousin the other day, because she has kids and she was like, at what age do you like let them ride their bike by themselves? And uh, I'm like, <coughs> oh my God, when I was a kid, I remember the first time uh, I went downtown, like on the train with a friend, we were nine. Wow. Yeah, I mean, we were nine and uh, in fourth grade, me and Angie, and we, her mom worked in the city. So we would get on the train at whatever time in the morning uh, alone and take the train downtown. I knew like where, you know, Michigan Avenue was and FAO Schwartz and, you know, Marshall Fields and whatever. We'd spend all day just walking around. And then at five o'clock, we'd catch a cab, <laughs> give the cab driver her mom's work address, like on LaSalle or something like that. Yeah. And uh, we'd go to like get her mom at work and then we would go home with her mom. That's insane. I was nine years old. Yeah. Just like cruising around streetwise. Yeah. Now. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> I know like you and I don't have kids, so our opinions are worthless. But yeah. do you think that if you were a parent, would you allow that today or be phased oh, by it? Oh, fuck no. Not at that age. Not in yeah. this world. I mean, I really do think it's a little bit different. I know they you, say like, you know, oh, they just hear about it more or whatever. I think yeah. it is a little bit different these days. Sure. Um, and I don't know. I mean, the city has never been like a scary thing. I grew up, my mom and dad yeah. lived there, uh, you know, that, that we were always downtown. We were always in the city from the earliest I can remember. So it was never this big, scary place that I was always there. Yeah. I knew my way around. I knew where <clears throat> I knew where things were. So I just, I was used to it. I think that helped. Yeah, my dad grew up in the city, so I was never afraid of it either. Yeah. But I also never liked going there. <laughs> until until the uh, Katie and Shike, like lived up there. Really? Yeah. That was like when you That was like the, the most city? time I went up there. That's yeah. Fun. Well, because it was so much fun too. Like, yeah. God, we had so much fun. We did have a lot of fun. During, I missed half of that because I was also in Tucson yeah. for half of that time period. You, is that when you lived in Tucson? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. So, like, that, do you remember that that New Year's Eve? That New Year's uh, Eve? That's when we got all dressed up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Me and so, Katie uh, Tiffin were talking about yeah, that. Yeah, so that New Year's Eve. I was actually just home for the holidays really? that year. Yeah, yeah, I was living in Tucson. We slept in the train station that night. Why did you not just stay? <laughs> I pulled Jay out of the gutter and missed like New Year, like 12 mid. I missed midnight, like countdown. Yeah. Because he was like almost lying face down in the gutter. Like we had gone to some bar. Yeah. I mean, I am wearing my grandmother's mink, real mink, like full length coat. Yeah. I am dragging him like out of the bar that we were like at. He's falling down. Yeah. We somehow end up like I we I hear the countdown like midnight. I'm outside. 
<laughs> and somehow we got him, like we met up with whoever else, was like walk as we were close by that place. And oh my God, that was a crazy night. Yeah, there was a group of like eight of us. Yeah, there, isn't that picture of the three of us like right there somewhere? I thought it was. Of uh, there me, is a Katie, picture. There is a picture of the three that's of you. From, we were in New York. There's oh. a picture from that night though of me, Katie, and Heather. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, all, there was like eight of us dressed to the nines, just sleeping and laying on the gross floor. Yeah. Because it wasn't like, <laughs> we're not like in the nice area of the train station, like literally down where you actually get on oh at God. Union Station. Like on the platform? On the platform where it's gross, <laughs> and we're just laying there. I think Shogar was the only one with any sense to like, he was at a table by the food court. <laughs> Shogar was there that night? I don't even remember. He was there uh, a night. I mean, we could be crossing our wires also. Yeah. There's so many it's different so times up there. It all melds into one. Yeah. It was a good time, though. It was mm-hmm. so much fun. It was a good spot. So how long did you live in Tucson? I lived there for two years, about, more or less. Cause I don't even remember what year that was. So it was 2009 to 2011 I lived there. Damn, so that was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, yeah, I was going to school. And then oh, yeah, that, that's where we left off so long ago. Yeah. You were talking about going back to school. Right. God, what a fucking tangent. Uh, let's go back there. Uh, you want, so you moved to Tucson to go back to school. Yeah. So I wanted to go back to school. For? My nursing. Because at nursing. that time, my whole life was medical. Right. So it was like, I could do this. Cause <laughs> I know so much. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, did you go to college at all after high school? Like, did you have? I did. I you already to, had some in the. I oh, went to sorry, Columbia. You yeah. So you had some in the bank already. Yeah. Jimmy Jensen and I went to Columbia. Really? Yeah. I like he that. Was guy. A carpool. I haven't talked to that guy in so long. He lives in Tucson play. now. Oh, you're right. Damn, yeah. that's true. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Uh, he, him and the family look amazing too. Good for him. Yeah, he's doing great. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I like that guy. Uh, uh, but you, so you want to get into nursing? Uh, yeah, so I uh, was going to school for that out there, and uh, at some point I had to start clinicals, and it was like I can't fucking do this. Like <laughs> I can't be on my feet right. for that long. There's no way I'm going to be able to. Yeah, nurses work like, crazy schedules. Make this work. I mean, just the physical stamina of it all, I couldn't handle. So I'm like, all right, well, I try. Got you know. Got some major uh, molecular chemistry under my belt, but nice. Past that, <laughs> that's exciting. I can't fucking stand up. Yeah. <laughs> so There's so uh, many jobs you can sit down at. Yeah, that's not one of them. So anyway, so I moved. Uh, so I was there, and I just it got to a point out there where I was just like, I can't, uh, you know, I can't. Uh, I'm not going to be able to do this, yeah. you know. So I came back. Did Plus you I ever was finish missing, your I was really missing everybody at that time. Yeah, it's it's interesting being away from everybody. It's hard. Because when you when you live in it, even like when we avoid things to a certain extent, yeah. being away from it is still it's hard. Yeah, cuz it like just eats away at you. Well, and at that time, uh you know, I was super close with Katie, Heather, yeah. Jay, like all, you know, yeah. And you guys, I mean, yeah. And so we were, during that time, everybody was together a lot. Yeah. Like a lot. It's interesting that you said me because I, this is an, an interesting, uh, I keep fucking saying interesting and I, I hate it. 
but it's a, it is genuinely interesting because we don't talk often. No. But I do feel like we're close. Yeah. Like I would hit you up. I was, I was when I tried to text you, and I was like, I don't have your fucking number. That's weird. <laughs> that didn't even make sense. So I had to do a Facebook messenger, and I was like, this is embarrassing. That was an old sentence. Facebook messenger. Facebook messenger. <laughs> I had to hit you up on the AIM. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, because at that time, what, you were in AP? Oh, yeah, that's true. The band was around, which was right. helpful to keep everybody together. Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways, the the shows and the band were kind of a glue. All I mean, throughout the whole thing, like when yeah. Short of All was together, yeah. when you guys were together, when even Chasing You was together. I mean, yeah. you know, it's always sort of been, you know, we could go back to Plastic Santa. Wow. Yeah. Let's not. No, <laughs> but we could. But we'll we'll definitely make the reference, but nobody <laughs> wants to hear that. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Oh, they were, you know. They existed. They did. They used to play, so I don't know if you were ever at those parties out, like at Orchard and 34 when that old house was still there. Yeah. Ryan Miller lived there. Yeah. Scott Miller lived there. Uh, I never went Adam there. Adam Newcomer yeah. lived there. I remember, I think I was like, supposed to go there one time and i was like nah <laughs> nah i'm good i saw like cops busted it up a couple yeah. times i saw Everybody three and noozle a few times yeah uh and in plastic like, santa yeah there was in the garage yeah those were yeah. so right like I that there was a connor stock once also uh you might not have been around yet no but this is because this is when we were all in high school still yeah uh in, in Fox Chase, actually, at the end, right over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Connor had uh, all the bands over in his garage one night. I, I haven't thought about that. Like in a like, battle? In like 30 years, <laughs> which is exaggeration, but at least 20. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember that. I hope I'm not misremembering. So somebody else, when they hear this, will have to verify that. I swear there was, because he made his own Connor stock shirt. Oh, my God. That he like wrote in marker for school. Uh, and that would have, like, I couldn't even remember who would have been there, but, like, all the who's who of the musicians were there in all of our 16-year-old. The who's who of the musicians. <laughs> in all of our 16-year-old glory, yeah. Because <laughs> he used to make fun of me for liking punk rock, because I was a metalhead through high school, until my friend Dana showed me The Decline. Yeah. And then gave me a bunch of no effects albums, and I was like, oh, I'm actually a punk rocker. <laughs> That's crazy. Converted. Yeah, so it was actually, like, during that time that those parties were happening out there that, I, like, I was hanging out with everybody, met everybody, and then decided to move out here. Nice. It was right during then. So that was... Uh, and, like, hanging out in Melissa Phillips' basement. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's also... I haven't... I, we used to go to her house in high school. Yeah. Uh, a long, long time ago. The original people, like Shike and everybody that I would always, were always, like, o- a little bit older, like, yeah. part of that, like, older set. Like, Heather and everybody, like, I didn't start hanging out with her until much later. Mm-hmm. I actually, I remember her and Katie uh, and a couple other girls, like, coming to my, when I lived at Covey. Yeah. And, like, coming and like, drinking all my booze. Like, who are these bitches? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah how did they wh- what was there in then you know i don't know at some point we just uh 
became friends. I'm sure it was with Shike. Yeah. I'm sure that ha- that's how that happened. Yeah. Because I've always loved the fact that, like, uh, at least because I was friends with Dave, was my first friend when I moved to Oswego mm-hmm. back in, like, 94. So I had met Heather when, geez, she must, if I was 11, yeah, she was like nine, sure. <laughs> nine or 10 or whatever. I don't know how old she is now. She's, how old are you now? 40. 40. Yeah. She's two years younger than us. Okay. Yeah. So she would have been like nine. Yeah. Uh, so that was the first time I met her, which is insane to think about. The Janowskis are, are a crazy bunch. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of a bunch, you also have so many cousins I do. That it's insane. Like, when Katie Leezer was on, Jesus Christ, the Leezer clan is insane. Yeah, they're a big group, too. But, like, to think about the Bamrick clan and the Leezer clan, like, if this was, like, the medieval times, like, you guys would definitely do the handshake. Yeah. And would be like, we'll we'll unite the clans. Mm -hmm. How is it? You said they're from Detroit. So my dad's family is. Yeah. My dad's side of the family is uh originally well where everybody's irish right if you want to start there. in the world I'm like almost sure. 100 percent irish because <laughs> i got it everywhere on both sides yeah um so my they're all from yeah just outside of detroit my dad's the only kid that like left yeah detroit went to chicago everybody else is still he said there. he had like 18 cousins no i have eight no, you have 18 first cousins <sighs> yeah that's too many. I know. And then... Uh, and then they all have kids. And second, have yeah. Kids. And then they all have kids, and there's so many of them, that, but they're wonderful. And, uh, yeah, it's a huge family. Because you're actually close with your family also. I am. I'm really close to my mom's side yeah. of the family. My mom's side... I'm extremely close to my cousins in San Diego and my aunt. That's why I'm always going there. Right. Like, I'm really close to them. Yeah. Big families, they're always insane to me. I'm always impressed by anybody that can, one, maintain friendships because they're they're not easy per se. Yeah. Uh, I'm also impressed with big families just because families make me uncomfortable. Yeah. So, like, to see people that, like, like each other genuinely is, like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I have been blessed to have an incredibly wonderful family. I... Uh, they were all super close. So um, my mom's side of the family, her, they all grew up in Elgin. And so she, with her cousins, were like her sisters. They're all super, super close. Yeah. Um, and they just always had that, like, in them. Like, their moms were so tight. And yeah. they just wanted that for all the kids. So even though my cousins in California have lived their, their whole lives, we are... As close as if they lived right next door. Yeah, we talk that's every amazing. day, every other day, and they're like, "Yeah, that's awesome." We're just in very close. Let's use that as a segue to feed back into the other tangent we skipped off on of your road tripping. Oh yeah, this episode is all over the place. Wild. It's wild. I'll blame myself for that, but I still like it. <laughs> so uh, the road tripping. So you yeah. go to California twice a year. Yeah. More or less, yeah. Plus the, uh, all these other ones? <laughs> well, no, I mean, you know, I go out there. I always go to Tucson as well at, like, the same time. Yeah. Because uh, my aunt lives there. Um, 
and I have friends from when I lived there. So I always stop there and then keep going. It's only six hours to well, okay. from there to San Diego. Right. That makes sense. So I spent a lot of time like going back and forth from there. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, Colorado, I mean, just we were talking about my car. It was like just yeah. with that guy. I had been there for his wedding. So it's been out there. Yeah. Yeah. Down to New Orleans. So, but most of my road tripping is, yeah, out west. Yeah, I still never even been out west. Makes me sad. Other like Colorado's as far as I've been. Well, next time. I love road trips. Do you always with. go alone, or do you travel with somebody? I mean, I'm usually alone. Sometimes mom's with me, but yeah, not always. I would gladly go. Anytime. Sounds amazing. I know. I keep trying to make the loop, like, but it just hasn't worked out. So, uh, for things keep getting in the way, but I keep trying to, like, all right. Next time I'm in San Diego, I'm going to drive north. I'm going to go to Shikes in Tahoe, and then I'm going to come home through Colorado and go yeah. that way and just see everybody in this big loop. But That would be an amazing things loop. Keep, uh, they keep getting in the way of that, so it yeah. hasn't worked yet, but Sometimes I'm going to do it. Sometimes life is silly. <laughs> <laughs> so New York then was more like a vacation. Yeah. And Louisiana was more like a vacation. It, it was, seemed. yeah. But you spend time in general in Tucson and... Uh, San Diego. I do. That's awesome. Yeah. Where else would you like to go? So I've never been like up to, uh, I've never been to Boston. I've never been to like the Northeast. I want to go up that way. New Hampshire. Yeah. I spent some time in Massachusetts. Uh, we went and saw Drew one. Oh yeah. One time. Uh, it's actually pretty awesome there. I bet. <laughs> Uh, well, probably it depends who you're with too. It was me and Jason, well, yeah. Johnny it's Furry. Who you're with. Yeah, we had a really fun time. It was only for like a weekend, but we went to a, a hockey game. It was a <laughs> wicked pissa. <laughs> uh-huh. It's it's I love it too. Bec- I love leaving Chicago. Yeah. Because you, I don't realize about our accent here, but when you go somewhere else, oh, like a Chicago accent is ma- like biggest Chicago. Accent. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't think that's true. All my relatives out in. San Diego think I have the craziest Chicago accent. <laughs> really? I'm like, oh my God, if you heard some of the people. It's weird because uh, even knowing the stereotypical Chicago, Chicago accent. Yeah, these dem and doves. But yeah, we don't have that. No. It's funny that anybody else in the world can hear, can hear it, though. It, yeah. <laughs> have you ever left the country? Yes. Really? I've been to Ireland. I've been to really? France. I've been to I've been England. To Is that just those three? When did you go to France? I went to France when I was 15. I went to uh, Is this my another solo trip where you're like, I'm just going to go to France? Yeah. Like you used to go to the myself. city? I was like, peace. <laughs> uh, no, my uncle um, always worked for McDonald's. You know, all the McDonald's shit, the Michigan house. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so uh, he, McDonald's was sponsoring the World Cup that year, and it was in Paris. Oh, nice. And so he, they took me with them. So I went to the World Cup. Yeah. Did you go on the most recent Ireland trip, or, or was it different? Ireland, uh, I went in for my high school graduation. That was my... Uh, your gift to you? My gift, yeah. That's awesome. And then when did you... In England? England was the same trip as the France trip. Okay. On yeah. your way. Have you gone, like... So I haven't gone recently. Right. Have I you been, been out Mexico of... Mexico, like, a thousand times, but... Yeah, I feel like that's just. Yeah, it's not really. Like, oh, like, <laughs> it's like oh, I went to, across country. the border into Canada yeah, to grab some gas. Yeah, I went to gas. Windsor. Right. <laughs> yeah, 
Have you, uh, but you, so you haven't been outside of the country like kind of as an adult? No, I mean, not, yeah, no, not other than Mexico, no. Yeah. I would love to. I want to go to. Uh, I really want to go to Croatia. Really? Yeah. What's the draw of Croatia? It just looks amazing. It does look amazing. It looks beautiful. I've always wanted water. to go to India. Yeah. I feel like India just seems... I love the culture, and it just seems so beautiful there. Uh, there's probably way too many people, but... Yeah. It still looks awesome. I, uh... Yeah, I want to go there. My cousin, actually... Uh, my baby cousin, Christian, just moved to Japan. Really? With his wife. Yep. Man. I'm so jealous. And so, uh, yeah, he's teaching English over there. Does he have an English degree? So, no. He doesn't. He just signed up with this company. What? Yeah. See that? I want to do that. I mean, it took a while. He had an interview and all of that shit, but... Like, I have friends in Germany, and I'm always like, you know what? Since I work at a school, I would love to just fuck off for the summer and go somewhere abroad for the summer. He had to sign, like, a... He's, like, a two-year commitment. Yeah, that particular thing. But I'm sure there's some, like, Mm -hmm. a summer school project or something. Like, I figured you... I would presume you at least had to have had a degree in English. Nope. (laughs) And he doesn't speak Japanese. Yeah. (laughs) That's brilliant. He's learning it now, but... Yeah, that's a a dream of mine is to... Mine and Jay's is to go to Japan. Yeah. Because of our love of wrestling. Well, it's funny because now it seems like a realistic thing now with my cousin living there, Heather's brother lives there. Yeah. They live like three hours apart. So... Really? That's not that far. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, a friend of mine... a friend of mine that I met through video games that lives in Vancouver, mm-hmm. uh, he left. He lived over there for like five months and met his wife there. Yeah. So he goes there all, like all the time. <laughs> He's got not dual citizenship, but I uh, yeah, I know there's tons of places I would like to see. We'll see. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. The good news is they're all on the internet. <laughs> I really want to go to Scotland too. Yeah. Do you ever, like, because there's certain places that I'm like, I would love to go, but I feel like I wouldn't want to leave. Yeah. I would like to move to Ireland. Yeah. Like, when I think, because when I, I there. when I think of, like, my life here, it's, it's whatever. It's hustle and bustle, like, in a very, very low, low level. But, like, I have all my stuff. Yeah. And my stuff is, like, my hobbies and what I like in... It's not a definition of me, but it's stuff that I enjoy because I have access to it. But then when I think about going to Ireland and being like, I don't need any of this stuff. <laughs> what I need is to live in the hills of Ireland. I know. They're still, <laughs> you know, regular people. They sure. have their sh- stuff. Exactly. Just like anybody else does. Yeah. They're just a peaceful people. Plus they have the best accents. <laughs> the, uh... Hmm. I don't know what else uh, besides that. I don't know. What else do you want to say? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. What's next for Kate Bamrick? That is a good question. Yeah. Not a whole lot, I don't <laughs> think. I mean. Not much. We're yeah. coming to the end. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Everything's very uncertain all the time with me because I just never know how I'm going to feel. Sure. So. But I think now, we like to think ideally, right? Yeah. Hanging out with Ma. Do you think we'll do a, th- a Friendsgiving this year? 
you know what's funny is that um, I was going to do it this last year, yeah. but then nobody could do it. Like, everybody's like, I got plans, I can't do it, whatever. So I have the fucking turkey that I had already bought. It's really? in the freezer. Sweet. Well, let's let's say so, let's say yeah. right now because this obviously this is recorded before it's airing. Yeah. So this is gonna air probably somewhere in the middle of August. Okay. That'll be enough time. Like that's when you would announce anything anyway. Yeah. Let's announce Everybody, it now. Yeah. That friendsgiving is happening. To all here, the homies, the people that would be invited are invited. Yeah. And if none of you assholes are coming, then fuck, I'll come. Okay. Uh, Just take out that fucking 20-pound turkey. I guarantee you we could eat that turkey. No, not me, but... I can. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, everybody's invited. You all know now. Date TBD. Yeah, well, we'll be in direct contact. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Not that anybody listens to the show, but we don't want a million people showing up. I bet everybody's going to listen to this. (laughs) It's great. I hope so. Well, Except uh, me, because I don't want to hear my own voice. That's like, you know, it's funny you said that, because I don't listen to any of them. No. And I don't really edit them. Like, this one had a weird thing where the battery died, and yeah. I plugged it in. So I'm going to have to do a, little, do a edit. little editing. But unless, like, something crazy happens, I don't listen to them. And then people will message me about the episodes. Yeah. And, I, and about something in it. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking I about. I didn't hear it. Or they'll be like, hey, man, thanks for listening. And they're like, cool, thanks. But every time they directly reference something, I'm like, ah, I believe you heard that, and I believe I said it, but I have no idea. <laughs> I feel like my voice is eight octaves higher than what I think it is. Really? Yeah. Like, you have, I think you I have, have a really low, low voice. voice. I think, I, think I do, but yeah. when I hear it on stuff, I'm like, oh my God. It sounds like, Why yeah. <laughs> is it so like high-pitched? Let's <laughs> say when I hear mine, I hear a lisp. And I'm like, it's, it doesn't sound, it, to me, it sounds so good. Uh, and people, I still get compliments on, on it sometimes, which I like, but I'm like, ah, I think you're lying. On the lisp? <laughs> I don't get compliments on the lisp. <laughs> I'm hoping the lisp is the thing of my imagination. <laughs> now, now you've just given me a complex. No, but now I'm listening for it. I'm lispening for it. Yeah. <laughs> listening. No, but like, because I always, uh. Back in the day when we used to drink and party all night, I would always get a really raspy voice because I would always talk a lot and yell a lot. Yeah. And I would get, like, what I thought was the sexiest voice ever. Oh. But I've never heard that recorded. (laughs) So one day I should stay up really late and scream all day and then record a solo episode and see what that sounds like. Because then I'll just sound like an old, I'll be like, you're listening to smooth jazz. (laughs) Mine is a combination of... Having my, uh, being like traked for so long that it like ruined my vocal cords and smoking 8,000 cigarettes a day, that'll, that'll bring it down. (laughs) Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. I can't wait for 20 more years to you to have that like really raspy 60 year old smoking lady's voice. Mm -hmm. That'll be exciting. Yeah. I want to sound like the lady from Beetlejuice. She's the best. With the thing. Coach. Coach. (laughs) I'm not your coach. He survived. (laughs) Do you uh, think you'll ever quit smoking? Yeah, I do. (laughs) Fair enough. Yes, I do. (laughs) I hope that that's true. It's not going to be today. Tim Day. But maybe tomorrow. Great. (laughs) I don't have much faith in tomorrow, but... (laughs) No. Maybe one of the tomorrows. Maybe. Well, I mean, 
I feel pretty good. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about? No. I'm excited, actually. Uh, it's been an amazing talking to you. I it appreciate has. you so much. <laughs> hey, come on. It's been amazing talking. Oh, you. I get it. You're reciprocating. Yeah. Oh, sorry, nice people. I don't understand. <laughs> I'm used to being shit on. <laughs> so if you do that, I'm like, ah, this person gets Stop it. Stop yourself. <laughs> but yeah, it means so much to me that you took the time. Uh, thank you so much. At some point, you should definitely play nerd games. Nerd games. Yeah, I have half a mind to come, just bring some over sometime. Do it. So you do it right here at the table. That's the thing about me. Anybody is welcome in this house. I might not go anywhere, but yeah. come over anytime. Well, great. If there's a spare room, I'll just stay. There's a couple. Perfect. There's three beds in the basement. Oh, I don't require much space. I curl up into a very small ball. Nice. As long as I can shower once in a while, done. Okay. We'll have to talk about that offline. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah.